This is Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda. I'm Johnny Hart talking to Oanda senior market analysts across the world. Let's join Ed Moyer in New York. Good afternoon from London. How are you, Ed? Hi, Johnny. Great to be here. Let's start with a look at some of the earnings news over the last couple of days. And particularly the tech was interesting, specifically Netflix and Google. Better news for Netflix, but not so much for Alphabet. Netflix really uh, surprised a lot of investors. Uh, I think um, with the focus being so much on you have you're having a weaker consumer, Americans are starting to do more cost saving um, approaches, and uh, people are reducing some of their extra expenses. Uh, people were stunned when they saw their subscriber numbers. Uh, Netflix added um, just over 7.6 million paid subscribers in the fourth quarter. Um, Wall Street was expecting around 4.6. Um, and I think what we're also uh, you know, noticing is that uh, you know, there's also big changes for the company. Uh, founder Reed Hastings is stepping down as co-CEO. Uh, he will be the executive chairman, so it's not like he's completely going away. The company delivered in-line revenue growth. Um, EPS was a miss, 12 cents versus 45 eyed. It shows you that uh, Netflix is still king. They're still the dominant streaming player. Um, and I think this uh, uh, is the first quarter that Netflix had their new ad supported services. So this is being reflected in those results as well. So um, I, I think it's showing you that Netflix is evolving there. You know, I think there's um, a lot of people that are still optimistic about the company. Um, you know, going forward, Netflix is no longer going to be giving subscriber guidance. I can't blame them, given all the uncertainty with the outlook and, you know, how bad of a recession will hit this economy. That's tough. And typically, if you're constantly providing downward, you know, projections, uh, it's not not necessarily good for your stock. So um, I, I think Netflix, though, they did impress, um, you know, for, for a lot of traders, uh, you know, it's one of the first major mega cap tech stocks to report. Um, you know, this is, uh, I think, um, a, a company that um, a lot of people, they're, you know, because it was beat up so much, it's, you know, it was starting to look attractive again. So the, the guidance uh, for, for Netflix for the first quarter, um, you know, a little bit lower than expected. Um, but still, I think there's um, um, a lot of people, you know, were, were impressed with that subscriber number. And uh, that's why shares um, um, reacted the way they did. So a positive picture for Netflix, but a little bit more negative for Alphabet. Why was that? Well, Google had uh, the announcement. They, there was a memo from uh, uh, their CEO that um, is, um, you know, letting the people know that there's going to be 12,000 layoffs. Um, it's about six percent of their global workforce, and this is uh, this comes, uh, you know, after you know we've heard, you know, major layoffs from Amazon and Microsoft. So I think uh, those two giants had 28,000. So we're 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 looking at you know a big wave. Of, of you know job cost reduction here and that's a steady theme across mega cap tech um, i think that this is going to continue to support disinflation trends you know we've been talking about how wage pressures are not breaking the labor market's too strong so i think this is showing you that um you're you're having um you know the the, the tech space is getting hit hard um and eventually as you know the economy 
um, you know, kind of goes through this um, rough patch. I mean, I think you'll start to see um, more layoff announcements across um, other key sectors. Um, you know, the services sector has been still strong, but I think we'll probably see more weakness across utilities, uh, material companies, um, and, and also uh, industrial. So this is this is a, I think. Um, this, these layoff announcements are bad news, you know, obviously for, um, you know, the people that are in it. But um, as far as bringing inflation down, um, that's what's needed. And, uh, you know, that that's why I think you're seeing Wall Street be so convinced that uh, the Fed's not going to be able to hold long, hold these rates high for, you know, for a long time because uh, economy is quickly weakening. Let's talk oil now, which has rallied today, although it has been a fairly topsy-turvy week, uh, oil up and down for both Brent and WTI. What is the trend at the moment? Oil's been rebounding. It's been having a couple nice good weeks. Um, this China reopening is is the main catalyst. Um, I think when you take a look, um, you know, a lot of commodities are starting to look very bullish um, you know, you, you've had, uh, you know, a quicker recovery from China. You're, they're approaching their Lunar New Year holiday. We'll see if travel statistics support, um, you know, a, a much better um, um, return to kind of normal there. Um, so that's going to be closely watched. Uh, but I, I think, you know, the, the key thing um, is that there's been um, a chronic underinvestment in new wells into um, um, helping make up for uh, you know some of the big shortfalls we've seen um, and 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 this is this is a uh, I think what makes this move interesting is that you have some people uh, touting that um, because this market's still going to remain tight um, OPEC is expecting this market to find balance in the first quarter I think there's still a, a, a strong case to be made that um, the Global work economic recovery, um, you know, has shown some uh, better signs here, and and I think that we could still see that this market is going to probably flirt more so with being tighter than not. Um, and I think uh, the the other key factor too is that you're you're, you're starting to see. Um, some of the, the refinery act activities um, have been Im improving, and 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 I think that you're you know there there's there's been you know a steady reduction in in investment into these new wells, and uh, you're you're probably going to see that uh, uh, you know th this is an oil market that um, a lot of countries are going to try to fill up their strategic petroleum reserves. Uh, so I think there's still a, you know a, a good amount of extra demand that we need to account for. So I, I think you know oil is still uh, in a nice position here to rally. Um, I think the, the the one big risk though is um, if if you if we we don't necessarily get um, you know strong oil demand if let's say it, it comes in uh, a little bit lower than um, we were anticipating if uh, there's some tr struggles um, um, with China's reopening then you know oil could be stuck around eighty dollars so we'll, we'll we'll see what happens but I think the risks are still to the upside. Ed, the news around cryptocurrency in recent weeks has been much more positive, with Bitcoin particularly uh, rallying. But we've got some negative news around a crypto exchange known as Bitslato, with US authorities arresting 
the founder of this uh, Hong Kong-based uh, exchange, saying it was used as a haven for online criminals, uh, which is a bit of a blow once again for the crypto sector. That was a fascinating story. I remember when um, the news broke, as someone who stays on top of crypto, I, I was seeing the uh, the Justice uh, Department's uh, uh, press release on that. And um, the first thing I did was I, I reached out to some of my crypto friends and uh, I, I said, what's Bitslato? <laughs> uh, and for, for an exchange that was transacting uh you know, processing over um, allegedly 700 million in crypto. Um, I was like, this is the first time I'm hearing about them. Uh, and 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 I and I asked a lot of my other crypto insiders, I'm like, what do you know about them? And 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 the, the standard response was, uh, I never knew they existed. <laughs> um, this was, I think, one of those exchanges that they targeted the criminals. This was, this is a, a, one of those companies that needs that needed to get shut down. Um, and uh, I know these are, I think that there's a lot of, um, you know, companies that have been, you know, taking advantage of the decentralized nature of Bitcoin. And, and uh, uh, this one though, I think they really, you know, focused on, um, you know, you know, moving funds for darknet criminals. And this is, this is a company that, that needs to get shut down. I'm sure there's more others like this out there. And this is, I think, you, you, this is part of the attempt from governments and, and uh, law enforcement agencies to, um, you know, get rid of um, uh, these unreputable companies. So um, I think there's there's a lot of dirt that needs to get cleaned up here. And uh, you know, this this is this type of story um, is actually. It, you know, should be viewed as good news for, for crypto, for long-term growth. Um, obviously, people that have their money there, the, um, that are, um, that we're not trying to um, take advantage of uh, some of the dark factors of what you can do in crypto, um, you know, they're going to lose their money most likely, and they probably lost it already. But I think that you're, you're, you're going to see that, um, you know, more protections are going to get put in place for customers. Uh, uh, but while that happens, you'll, you'll see law enforcement really target um, all these exchanges and companies that are um, eliciting bad behavior. So I think, you know, in the end, uh, um, you know, the space has a lot of, you know, there's a lot that needs to be done to get this space uh, up to par. But um, I think they're 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 working at it, and uh, hopefully that um, um, you'll 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 see that there'll be clearer guidelines for um, all the exchanges to operate going forward. Well, before I let you go, Ed, let's look ahead to the next week or so, and I suppose the standouts will be some central bank decisions. Very much so. As as you know, global central banks approach the end of their tightening cycles, uh, we'll we'll be seeing some rate hikes. Uh, Bank of Canada, um, Thailand, and also South Africa all expected to raise rates. Uh, South Africa raising fifty basis points. Um, that's the expectation. Uh, while the other two only going with quarter point hikes. So you can see we're we're getting near the end of their tightening cycles as well. Um, but for me, I, I think um, uh, one of the standout numbers economic readings that we'll be getting is the first look at fourth quarter gdp um you know 
growth growth is still there and uh i think there's still strong optimism growth will be there in the first quarter uh so for uh, a recession bound economy it's it's going to be interesting to see how things deteriorate um going forward um i think there's also a uh, it's it's a busy earnings week. Um, I think for me, uh, I frequently cover Tesla. Tesla will be providing results. Uh, the airlines also, Southwest American Airlines, JetBlue, um, important uh, because that will give us more um, of their take on travel um, and uh, how how strong demand is and um, exactly where where they see um, energy prices going as well. It's always nice to get their take. American Express Visa also report, um, one of my favorite earnings um, will also be uh, Chevron. They're, they're going to um, report on Friday. Uh, so it's a, it's a steady week. Uh, you know, Fed, Fed speak is there in that blackout window, so we won't be hearing much from them. Um, and uh, no, I, I think uh, other big tech earnings, like you'll get IBM um, as well, uh, and uh, some some traders will also uh, be very interested to see what Texas Instruments, J and J, uh, and General Electric um, do as well. So it's a, a steady week, lots of uh, lots of earnings, lots of data. Um, but I, I think for for a lot, um, it'll. I think that the uh, GDP readings, uh, which come with personal consumption and also jobless claims, will be um, a, a fun one to watch. Excellent. Thanks very much for joining us today, Ed, and have a great weekend. Thank you, you too. Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda.